<laughs> how are you? How's everybody doing? Okay. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, it's an exciting night. It's a big night. It's a. Uh, I feel like a lot of people. Oh, we a lot of us. A lot of people. The three of us did our homework, and we've got some neat things to share. Mm-hmm. Why is it exciting for you? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to learn a bunch of stuff tonight. Ah. Uh, okay. That's so funny. Why is it exciting for you? I mean, it's a nice question. I, nobody ever asked me that. Well, I remember one time when me and my when me and Dana, my wife, were dating, and she and I was just like really in a good mood, and she goes, "Why are you so happy?" Well, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I just won't be happy. Like, what do you like? Just mad. Like, why are you so happy? What the hell is your problem? Yes. <laughs> I can tone it down. Well, I have something right out, out of the gate if you want. Uh, Lay it on me. Well, I want to hear it. This is sure. something that that only that you don't really think about, uh, obviously, unless you have a kid. But I was going to pick up some takeout and um, my baby fell asleep in the car. And you can't just leave that thing in the car. People will mm-mm, people mm-mm. will start picketing and they'll start throwing rocks at you and they'll you know, they'll they don't anything in a car. I mean, they're more concerned about a dog in a car, but they'll also get irritated that you left your baby in it. So, so she fell asleep and the food isn't ready. And I normally call the restaurant and say, "Hey, I need you to do me a solid. Can you bring me that food outside?" And I tip them more. I will tip mm-hmm. them more because they're doing a good thing. But uh, I would, we were in the parking lot and I had to piss and I had to piss hard and I had to piss good. <laughs> and so I, I got a baby in the car. I can't go in and use the restroom and just right. leave her in the car for, you know, could could be 30 seconds. It could be 45 minutes. I don't know how long, how much piss is going to come out. You never know. It's a guessing game. So I had to, um, I took a Yeti. What? And I, <laughs> a grown man with a kid who is asleep, pissed in a Yeti. And that means that, what? That means what? What's, what's a Yeti? Oh, uh, the, the North the, American Sasquatch. Yeah, the steel cup, not the monster. Oh, I pissed. oh, oh, oh. sorry. I been yeah, I pissed in the uh steel cup and not not the monster everyone's waiting to see. But um yeah, filled it up, opened my car door, poured it out, and then filled it up again. <laughs> so w- was this restaurant like hours away from your home? It's probably about ten minutes away. But I'm waiting for the food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a father. Look, yeah, and I gotta, I gotta piss. I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't hold it back. Like I'm Mm. going. It was. It was one of those moments where you're like, I, I I might piss myself. So I love. I love telling this story. Uh, My roommate Ryan from back in the day, who you know, newly a father. Um, I I love telling this story, but he was Ryan. Stop me if you heard it. Have you heard it? <laughs> well, I'm sure nobody else listening has. 
<laughs> you're right. You're right. This is this is not for us. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so he's driving down the highway. No, no shoulder, no space to pull over. Traffic. Nothing. Nothing he can do. A sudden diarrhea urge hits him hard. It gets worse and worse and worse. He's trapped and he's trapped. His daughter's in the back seat. His wife's in the passenger seat. And it, it gets to the point where he's like, no, it, it's going to happen right now. It's going to happen right now. <laughs> oh, my the God. The only thing, the only thing he had to grab that was available was a box of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I cardboard I box of cereal. He lifts himself out of the driver's seat. No. no. Tries to do what? You, I, <laughs> I know you said you what? said all there is a cereal. I literally, literally have no idea what he's about to do. Is he going to? He's shit about in to it? shit in a cereal box. Oh, I thought he's going to take out the Lucky Charms and plug his asshole. I didn't know. <laughs> so he's shit in a cereal box. Yeah, yeah. I suppose partially, yeah. But being a dad is hard. Box of Cocoa Puffs. Mm. It's those little things you don't think about that um, that you're just like, oh, hey, oh, you don't get sleep. It's like, no, you're you're pissing and shitting in your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's that's mostly. So far, at least that's what I, that's so far of being a dad is you, you piss and shit in your car and you are always saying, don't touch that because it's sharp. Mark, I think you have a bunch of uh, big news for us. Do I? Or interesting news? Mm. You have words written down? (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, you're talking about uh, the, the, about Los Angeles? Yes. Ah, Yes. So briefly, I, I learned this today. I learned this with minutes before we started talking because I was like, hey, you get, have you guys heard about it? Um, but apparently LA is um, going to experience like the bubonic plague again. And this is all I know. And this could totally be false. <laughs> you didn't tell this- me this. I live like an hour away. You didn't want to. Yeah, tell well, me that the plague well, was coming. Apparently, like the they're like fleas that have the bubonic plague, like that that are like carrying around, and they the fleas are on rats, and then the <laughs> rats are going around the city just spreading it around. So, you know, you're it's it's apparently spreading. So basically, the way I interpret it is these fleas are on, have a saddle and they are riding upon rats <laughs> and they are saying let's let's spread this stuff man <laughs> stuff ain't going to spread itself and then oh that city's going to turn into teenage mutant ninja turtles or something <laughs> yeah the rat king so that stuff's getting spread around which i didn't and i was told jeff i didn't know the the bubonic plague is still around i thought it was like hey this is an old disease and we'll never see it again i didn't think it was coming back like for instance when dana told me this a little while before we got on the podcast she says did you hear about that and i said no i thought that the only way to get it was to dig up an old roman 
and mm. and you know get it off him and then spread it. I didn't know it could just come back out of nowhere. Hmm. Where'd you see this? On the on the news of sorts. <laughs> Which uh, what what source of news were you looking at? Uh, Google. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the that's the problem. Anyway, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, it's all spreading, you, dude. You're gonna, you might have to leave your house. And then on the other side of you, uh, I saw today that there is a grasshopper, whatever you call it. There's so many grasshoppers in Las Vegas right now that they can see, that they're showing up on the weather radar. I was like, oh, it's like rain. Oh, dude, yes. this really is the end of the world. Yes. Think about it. Bubonic plague, you, mm. locusts, right? You got so many, so many bugs, a clutter mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, what's happening? Is it we're getting a rain is going to happen around one p.m.? Just kidding. Bunch of grasshoppers. It's grass. It's grasshoppers though. Hmm. Grasshoppers, dude. And there was the earthquakes uh, not too long ago. Yeah, I'm mm. thinking about moving back, back east actually. So. Are you really because of the earthquake? A lot of stuff. Shitty. Yeah. It's just shitty over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude, that's so oh, we'd love to have you back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It happens. Let's let's time out for a minute. With all the natural disasters and all this crazy stuff happening, is it the end of the world? Is this how it's gonna go down? Roll a roll a D twenty. And if it's <laughs> uh if it's like uh, over ten, I'll I'll come back. Okay. Hey Siri, roll a twenty-sided die. Okay, fifteen. Fifteen. You got to move back. Really? Yep. Yeah, it was a it was a fifteen. So is that a reverse centaur on your screen? Hmm. One of our escape rooms. Yeah. Artwork by Kudo there. Yep. All right. So. Should we get should we get to area 51? Oh, we're here, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Wait, how do you mean that? Should we discuss the topic or should we start heading to area 51? Should we discuss the topic? Okay. So, uh um, So area 51. Area 51. So <laughs> are we are we are we going or do you want to go? First of all, let's I want to talk about did you both of you guys see the documentary? Which one? Bob. Hmm. <laughs> with uh bob lazar yes yes and did you hear the joe rogan interview yes too? yes joby i didn't see the documentary nor did i i watch uh joe rogan i did i did check it out on wikipedia right before this oh, nice well jeff will be the uh kind of the unbiased voice of reason yeah okay i want to know what your friend james thought of all this <laughs> I haven't talked to him. I, I haven't even seen him in a while, so I haven't I haven't talked got a chance to talk to him about it. Um, but it's pretty it's it's nuts, dude. So spoil it for me. What what ha- what happens? Who is this this guy? This guy basically uh, works. Um, Stephen, why don't you why don't you go ahead and uh, and break it down? Because I was like, he works in a sector. No, well, back in the eighties. He did, right? He worked, he claims to have worked at Area 51 at a section called S4 back in the 80s. And he claims he saw and worked on alien 
ships trying to get their propulsions figured out. And he's basically like, you know, it's so like, I don't know. He tells a convincing story. A lot of people believe him. A lot of people are like, ah, eh, could be bullshit because I we haven't heard other people come out and say this kind of thing. But the stuff he's saying is other people that have worked there be like, yeah, that's that's how it works. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's like I want to believe him. <laughs> Mm, okay so you don't you don't uh i think he's got well let me say this my roommate in college was an alien (laughs) (gasps) breaking here uh i won't say his full name but his dad worked at area 51 back in the 60s in fact his parents met in the cia um that's pretty cool yeah it is Back in the sixties, God, you was... can't even tell. You can't even tell people how you guys met. <laughs> that's he told us. <laughs> the most so, son. It's the you, most covert meet cute. Son, son told me. How'd you guys meet? None of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> that's classified. Back in the sixties, and they're like, okay. "No, seriously, how did you guys meet?" <laughs> no, seriously, we can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. All right, so this is like declassified information now, like. Back then, there was a, a program called the U-2 spy plane. And apparently, his dad worked on that, but he wasn't given the large scope of what he was working on. He was only given this little section, right? He was only allowed to work with a couple people in a room over here, not allowed to talk to anyone else. He didn't know he was working on the U-2 spy plane. They didn't even tell him that. The whole time he was working on it, he didn't know what he was working on. That's how compartmentalized it is. Okay. Wait, your buddy's dead? Yeah. So that's that's the the reason that's interesting is because this Bob Lazar guy was treated the same way where he was um he was forced to meet his wife. <laughs> no, no. He was um meet your wife. Meet your yeah, wife. Yeah. <laughs> You guys meet here. No, but he was also they told him here's a here's a thing and you work on it and you only work on it this way and that's that was it. So it, it's a very similar way to do things, I guess. Yeah, it's like it's like Coke. No one knows the formula for Coke, right? <laughs> it, it gets made in four separate factories and then they mix them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Is that true? I believe so. I believe it's, it has to be. He said it. Okay. Well, yeah, it's that's true. It's I'll say true this. for right we, now. Um, Bob Azar was working on, uh, got to go in a craft, and he said it was really small. He goes, I mean, it was, it was set up for someone about half his size. And that's why I'm not really scared of aliens. Like, I, because they're so small. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It would be like if they came down here and they're like, oh, we're going to we're going to take you back to our place. And they would say that calmly. They're just like, hey, do you want to we're going to take you back? And it's there's only six of us. It'd be like me fist fighting bagel boss. (laughs) I don't know that reference. I was going to say six third graders, basically. (laughs) That's that's what it is. I could just I could punch one and then take 
the ankles of the other one and knock the rest of them down. Hmm. That's exactly what you did in the I bar it. fight. Out you go, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's elementary school kids. Uh, yeah, so, so this so based based on just his one short time in a craft, because of the size of the seat, he's saying that aliens are small. Yeah. Okay. Could could have been like a setting, you know? You push a button and it's another pilot setting, you know? Oh yeah. Right. Oh, right. that's a good point. Where it's like you got cars sitting those fancy cars. Mm. You hit seat two and then it adjusts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people freaked out about that. Like back in the eighties, it started the whole thing. Well, yeah. Think about the first car you sit in, and then you hit that button <laughs> and it adjusts. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'd freak out too. Mark, you remember watching Fire in the Sky, right? Oh, yep. Oh, God. The scary, when that movie came out, there there was, it was a freaky ass movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, Jeff. The guy gets abducted. The aliens are really freaky looking. They take him in his ship. There's like a probing uh, scene. A uh, Always. Always. Very dramatic. Classic. Scary. And, um... I'll tell you, the, the scariest part of that movie is when he comes back down to Earth and he's so traumatized. He goes home and his wife says, what are we going to do about work? <laughs> You're going to go to work tomorrow? I'm like, God damn. <laughs> That's the scariest uh, part. Yeah. So wait, so is this, this is another documentary? No, it's, well, it's. Could be. Loosely based on a true story. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The little the little snippet that I did see about Bob Lazar, the one one line that stuck out was that he he claims that I think he graduated from MIT and then I think somewhere I think a school in California, but of course you know those schools when asked they said that you know they had no record of him going there and his counter to that was you know they're denying it because they don't want any record of me knowing that you know having been educated there. But then I guess there was some reporter in the 80s that found a newspaper clipping that proved or, or showed that he worked at Los Alamos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I'm intrigued. I, haven't, I have not seen any. I don't know anything of it, you know, other than like the oh, and uh, I think he got busted for not prostitution, maybe prostitution. Maybe. You mean he's the he's the prostitute? <laughs> he was out turning tricks. <laughs> That's quite a twist. <laughs> He's like, I-, I learned some probing techniques. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, you know, look, the guy's a, f- the guy, the guy's a nerd. All right, it's hard, it's hard to when you're like, oh, geez, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when you're Professor Frank. <laughs> when you're just all oh, jet propulsion, and this woman's like, oh my god. Can I can I find a normal guy? And he's like, "Well, wait a minute! I didn't tell you about the uh, the, the capacity of the the flaxinator." And she she's 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 checked out. It's hard. It's really hard to to get past that conversation and say, "You want to go back to my place?" And he goes, "Well, I got a place for it." And it's like he he can't. <laughs> it's covered in my own drawings I've done of spaceships. Yeah, so. The one thing that <clears throat> was not in the documentary that was on Joe Rogan was the craziest thing to me. They didn't mention in the documentary that one of the objects that they were trying to figure out was re- supposedly found on an archaeological dig. So it wasn't like it had landed 
like crash landed or whatever and then they got the scraps and started messing with stuff this was buried from a while ago yeah <laughs> intact not damaged and yeah the one guy he was allowed to talk to had been there a long time he says he got the impression that this technology has been there stored away in this warehouse for decades and they just give up on it every now and then and say all right we'll come back to it again later see if we can figure out more stuff <laughs> that's like if 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 we showed someone an a track or, or a tape recorder it could be that old or they're just like yeah, mm. yeah that's right they made the analogy of showing a, a a medieval person like a nuclear reactor you know they mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't know i would yeah i would say that if humans on the the timeline of the universe humans are like we wouldn't even show up because we've been here for such a short amount of time so yeah like anything else their stuff's going to be buried it's going to have been around here a lot longer than we have mm-hmm. oh yeah yep and it's almost over <laughs> it's almost over. we had a pretty good run yeah it's nice to be here now yeah we got some cool shit yeah I mean, look at this like I mean, well, no, no, you can't see what I'm seeing. I, but I mean, there's there's cool shit all around me. You got, <laughs> yeah, you got you got a I got a Pokemon. <laughs> if we were born 50 years ago, it would have been okay. Yeah, but not great now. I mean, we're <laughs> the world's going to end soon. <laughs> My daughter will experience the world exploding. I won't be here, but she she'll be in a nursing home and she'll see the this sun is explode. Sad and dark. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I that that's another thing I heard. I heard that in the next hundred years, we got to figure out a way how to get off this planet because it's not going to, like in the next hundred years, it's not going to be around. The timeline for all that stuff and, and everything, and it's not a very fun conversation. And it's not it's not one that I know a lot of concrete facts about. It's just shit that I've read, so I can't speak very intelligently about it. But I think it's a lot sooner than we think it really? is. Yeah, but I mean, then I'm just, you know, I'm reading shit that, you know, the the news that is scary is what sells. So, you know, they're, of course, they're going to sell attention-grabbing, scary headlines. Mm-hmm. So, well, What are these news talkers saying? Oh, well, I, well, I read one uh, this morning. I was like, uh, hey, Joby, look out. It's, you know, it's going to be like 10 years. <laughs> I, so, I mean, that scared the shit out of me. I, I didn't think it was going to be that soon. Especially when they know your name. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. There, there was just recently uh, an asteroid that nearly missed us, right? Very close yeah, it to went, us. It went in between the moon and Earth. But they... That's, it, that's quite a lot a ways, though, right? Yeah, it is. But in the grand scheme of how infinite the universe is, that's incredibly fucking close. Yeah, that's true. But the science men didn't see it, apparently. So they can see grasshoppers on a Doppler radar, <laughs> but they can't see a fucking asteroid coming at the planet had they seen it they could have warned oh fuck oh <laughs> they could have warned oh, wow. all the other mad scientists it's out the big there. one <laughs> right they, I, they they don't know what they don't know i mean they didn't they don't know how to look for everything all the time i i think i don't know i'm not a goddamn scientist i think i think everyone but that's the problem i think everyone pretends to be a scientist even scientists pretend <laughs> to be a scientist <laughs> look at bob lazar I, I think they get their degrees and they go oh you you uh graduated as a science person <laughs> and they give them a coat and they go thank you i'm gonna go in my lab now and they can get in their lab and they go okay now what the fuck do i do 
(laughs) (laughs) It makes me immediately when I heard the story about this guy, it it makes me think of uh, like those mediums or the fortune tellers, like people that are are just very good at inferring things or or context clues. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't doubt that this guy's probably very intelligent, but is he just smart enough to kind of just put shit together and figure out like this is what the life of a scientist who works here would be like could be and kind of fills in the rest could be yeah i would like to see that as a documentary the life is of a scientist (laughs) when i was younger i remember watching a show on tv with the mediums trying to talk to the audience trying to communicate with their dead relatives or whatever and i it looked convincing to me right but they were just great guessers how do you do that? Well, it's the same thing as like horoscopes, right? Where it's like, oh, Libras are wacky and they also have their own style. And then a Libra is like, I am that, aren't I? <laughs> You're like, yes, Becky, you are. Jeez. <laughs> and, and then you only hear about when their horoscope is what they think is spot on. You don't hear about the 364 days where it has nothing to do with them. Mm, yeah. They only tell you about the one that's like, oh, that is 100% me. You know what? Mm. I'm going to pull up the um, horoscope right now of a Virgo, and I'm not one, and I'll see if it fits me today. Today. Oh, you may feel a... God, I have an ad blocker on. <laughs> Fuck. Does it say you may feel a bit frustrated? <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty spot on. It says, uh, you may feel restricted to the day, but in truth, this is for your own good. Your sense of discipline comes in handy as you tackle your work with incredible enthusiasm. Yeah, I, I do, don't I? Yeah. Your goals aren't yeah. far from reach. Oh, stay focused. Don't get... Yeah, okay. Ads. Is it 365... <laughs> A horoscope, is it like, hey, we got we got 365 reports for you and you just recycle those over the years? So like every October 12th, you always feel like this because you're <laughs> a Virgo. I don't know. Does that make sense? Or is it just like you're evolving and that's what Virgos do? <laughs> so do you, Virgo. <laughs> yeah, do horoscope, can horoscope writers just sit down January 1 and bang out their entire year's worth of work? right then I don't know your question about the mediums and it looking convincing a really big thing about them is that those people if somebody is gone to a medium or a fortune teller mm. it's a person that is one already has their foot in the door of believing what these people would say so they've they are already in the right direction and two they more than likely are desperate for answers or want answers or or any sort of closure or something to their problem. So if you give them any sort of resolution to their problem, they're probably going to go along with it. Right. Yeah. It's taking advantage of people that are are looking for help. And these people claim that they have answers, but it's unknown bullshit. You know what? Now that we're talking about it, I am going to record the audio of me going to a fortune teller, a palm reader. <laughs> I'm going to do that and we'll release it on the uh, the Patreon. Are you going to troll them? <laughs> yes. But you know what? Honestly, <laughs> what if what if I really have a breakthrough? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm more scared about is it actually being real. <laughs> I mean, well, real things could be awesome. They could tell you the Powerball numbers. Yeah, Powerball. 
Now, because of all this, because of that's the only thing they're good for is if they're powerful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why aren't why aren't why aren't they rich? And why do they have to still do this this thing, yeah, this palm reading thing, in a in a shitty abandoned place on the side of the road, just a blinking open sign. All right, but because of all this mm-hmm. Bob Lazar stuff, I think it got so popular that that's. I don't know how the guy on Facebook started that group, but now there's like what a few million people that are signing up to go raid Area 51. Uh, what two months from now? I thought it was a lot sooner than a that. A month and a half. September 20th. Okay, that's good. It's wait for it to cool down a little bit. Yeah, um, the desert's hot. Of course, it started out as a joke, but a lot of people are taking it serious. It's been on the news, like this Facebook group, and I think that gave it more attention and. Uh, now, a lot of people are actually going to this thing. I mean, if 2 million people said they were going and only 1% shows up, that's what, like, that's 20,000 people, right? But you're you're going on, on talking on the, uh, like, if this were going to a movie at a theater in your town, these some of these people are going to have to travel across the country. So uh, already transportation knocks out. It is. Huge there's percentage. probably there's like one road to get into the place. It's going to be backed up for miles. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to like the the old videos of the original Woodstock where people just parked on the side of the road and they walked the rest of the way in. <laughs> Traffic. I, I don't think I don't think anyone's going to show up. Absolutely no, not. No, there's I, there's yeah. already hotels being booked full. Like people are bringing oh tents God. and stuff. That's what I hear. It, people are going. They are. See, I guess there there is a different percent of the population where they're like, yeah, let's totally go and they believe it. But I would say 99% of those people that have clicked I'm going are just like, ah, it's a dumb thing. Yeah, I'll just say I'm going too. Right. But but yeah, then there, there are those crazy people that are like, oh, hi, science. <laughs> 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 that that'll that'll show up and they want to see um an alien or i mean well, yeah what are, what are they expecting they get a punch in the face from a military police officer yeah. and then who knows about the technology they have they probably have anti-human guns well mm-hmm. let's say they get in right <laughs> let's say they get into the base yeah then what you know they don't they don't have the keys to unlock the garage or whatever <laughs> right and you know it you know it's going to be it's going to be at least one of those things where two people have to turn a key at the same time <laughs> if i from was opposite sides mm-hmm. of the room that's mm-hmm. if i was in charge of security i'd be like let them in <laughs> let them in yeah. yeah that's a great point let them in now what guys now what do you want to do <laughs> Have your party and then leave. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if whatever branch of the military is in charge of Area 51 51, turns it into some sort of recruiting event. Oh, geez. Just have an open house. Let people come. Hey, you want to come and have a job here? Look at all the cool shit we have. Right. Interesting. Okay. Huh. That would be good. Yeah. Is Ja Rule in prison? think are you referring to the the i just started to watch that one though 
because if he's not, this feels like right up his alley. Like him and the other guy from Fire Festival could could come out and set up some tents and give out some shitty box lunches. <laughs> yeah, and make a couple bucks off of it. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good idea. We should have like a a food truck and run up, turn it into a food truck rodeo. Oh, yeah, run up, run up by there, and then we'll come up with uh, foods that have like, ooh, who wants a galaxy pop? Who wants space fries? <gasps> Who wants astronaut ice cream? Oh, yeah, now we're talking. Good stuff. And why can't you buy astronaut ice cream at the grocery store? I don't well, know. Well, I think that's why they're breaking into Area 51. They got it all. You can only get it in museums. Oh. It has the best mouthfeel of any oh, food I've ever such eaten. Such a good mouthfeel. You know what? <laughs> not, not joking. I'm going on Amazon right now. I'm ordering some... Um, <laughs> space ice cream and then when my wife wakes up it's gonna be at our door <laughs> let's see space ice cream yeah hook me up with one of those two yeah. you want one? Oh, look at this okay um one dozen pouches should i get more i wonder if i should just get like a like an insane amount <laughs> just enough for like a week in space I don't think I would last a week in space. Um, Freeze-dried ice cream sandwiches. What about... Okay. I thought it was just... It was just ice cream sandwiches. 50... 50... 60 bucks for some space ice cream. Mm, No. Anything space related. Just sign up for that... uh, Expensive. One-way trip to Mars. They'll probably give you some space ice cream. Is that still happening? The uh, colonization of Mars sign-up sheet? Is that... (laughs) It's gotta be. What is it? Tell me what that's about. Is it, is it just like people volunteering to go to Mars? Yeah, I don't even know if it's real or not. But would you? Did I think I've asked you this before, right? Yeah. No, we talked about this at some point, Mark. I think you said you'd go. Guys, I'm gonna hit pause mm-hmm. on that real quick. <laughs> Only 14 left in stock. Order soon. You get. 18 bucks it it delivers i'll get it tomorrow or i'll give it no i'll get it thursday by now how could there only be 14 left done are they i just purchased some space ice cream well did you buy 14 (laughs) no i bought uh i don't know let's see what it amazon came in and says uh your space ice cream's been ordered Ugh, this is the problem with living now. <laughs> I thought you said it was good. I mean, it's great, but also now I got to eat a bunch of space ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go bad. That's true. I, I, I don't think, I don't think the the money spent on it is what she's going to be upset about. I think it's the Falcon Heavy that's going to come in and land in your yard <laughs> to deliver the shit that's going to blow away all your grass, and she's going to. Take issue with. I just planted those. Um, <laughs> sorry. How's there only fourteen um, left though? Space. That's ice a cream lie. Hard to come by. You, you just looked churning that space milk up there in zero G's. You know how hard that is. Yeah. So the, the, the milk's just flowing everywhere. They can't keep it in a bowl. <laughs> all the ingredients are just all over the ship. Like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> are you having trouble cooking in space? <laughs> oh, God. Just astronaut infomercials for products targeted specifically for, for astronauts. astronauts. 
What a waste. <laughs> Is your breakfast cereal floating all around your house and getting into your expensive electronics? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you ain't going to the bathroom and then you get up and it's flying all over the place. <laughs> Do you need an octagon arm? Well, I got the solution for you. <laughs> Tired of grabbing a cereal box. <laughs> oh, man. Are you pissing in Yetis while your kids are asleep? What, what do we have? Bob Lazar, Area 51. Oh, Colony, Mars Colony. You just said something about that. Would I go? Did we talk about this? I can't remember. You said you'd go. I don't... I think... My problem is, here's the thing. I would go, mm-hmm. but my problem would be, who else is signing up? Oh, that's a good... You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. number one, the trip there. Are there going to be any... I mean, a crying baby on a plane. Now you're... You got uh, two weeks on a plane with this crying I think baby. It, I, think it's it's like, I think it's like three years, actually, the flight. Okay, well, that's worse. <laughs> so and you got to bring babies because you got to have people to grow you got to have that next generation there on hand you got to plant them my yeah my issue is who else is going because i feel like most people who volunteer to go to mars and they're like oh i'll go things aren't exactly working out down here right if i have a comfortable life here i'm not going like oh i'll go to mars i'll send me up yeah yeah Boost me away. Boost. <laughs> Boost me away. Just strap rockets on my feet and, yeah. and uh, hit the start Fucking button. done. I got a scuba suit at home. <laughs> at least on a plane, you can get up and go, you know, spend a couple minutes in the bathroom to, if you got a, like an annoying seatmate. Mm. I got to imagine that on Mars, space is at a premium. There's not walking around room. You're... It's limited. You're going to be with those people intimately for a long time. Yeah. Oh, and God forbid you get a fucking middle seat. (laughs) (sighs) Well, that, you know, in the middle seat to Mars. In the middle seat. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't even make it. I would would kill myself, but there'd be the amount of dead bodies that would be unloaded. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just open the door <laughs> bodies just fall out and the, and they go what happened and they go I don't know but all the people who died were in middle seats <laughs> I think I would like to go but yeah I think my concern is is who else is signing up not the fact that you can never return there's not enough equipment after you land to get you back Here's my thing. Space, you know, not a lot of gravity from what I hear. (laughs) I think almost none. (laughs) Is it none? Is it zero? I mean, it depends on how close you are to the planets. How much do we have here? That's right. You'll you'll age slower. That's nice. How, though? Because you're not near gravity. Oh, Oh, so your face doesn't sag. I thought the aging was because you... You only went around the. You're you're going around the sun fewer times because. Oh well, no, you're of the uh, orbit. like literally time goes slower outside of gravity, right? Like not because it makes your face sag, but also <laughs> like your 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 watch ticks slower outside the influence of gravity. 
and an astronaut has like dog ears. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't this a big part of uh, the guy that did the Batman movies and Inception? He did the space movie. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Interstellar. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that like a big plot point to that movie? Like how the difference in in the passing of time between people on Earth and yeah, the people. Yeah. Every hour is like, every hour is like a. Well, that, that was. It's like a dog hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I oh see man. Dude, if, if you're a dog, no. You live forever. Yeah, you live forever. Is there anywhere more gravity than. Sun. Sun? <laughs> who's got the most gravity? <laughs> hey Siri, who's got the most gravity? <laughs> is, is anyone watching this? <laughs> yeah. All right, give me a minute. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Discuss. So I'll, I'll get. I'll get back to you. Let's say you got. Let's say it's. Let's say there's something like three or five times the amount of gravity that's on Earth. Think about being a dog. You're born, and then four weeks later, you're dead. It's like. <laughs> It's like being a fly. That's why flies have only live like, what, 36 hours? Because there's, there's so much gravity. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> wait. How would they know to go, oh, my God, so much gravity? <laughs> wait, wait. God, the gravity works the same on them as it does yeah. us. Yeah, but they're so small. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought. Yeah. I just thought that they get born and they're like, oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so, it's so heavy. heavy. <laughs> they're just a, they're a bunch of stoner flies. That's heavy, man. Oh God, no! <laughs> my head's gonna heavy right off my neck, dude. How do I even fly with all this gravity? Oh, look how old I'm getting already. Oh, okay, so it's like you know when a horse is born they know how to walk immediately a fly is born they instantly complain about gravity <laughs> that's what they yeah, do they're like yeah there wasn't all that gravity in that pod i was in hmm. mercury's got uh 0.383 times the amount of gravity that earth has all right so so a third so less right yeah oh venus is often referred to as earth's twin okay is that is it like a Earth's twin, but it's the evil one. Like Venus has a mustache. Mm-hmm. 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 And nobody can ever figure it out. They they get mixed up <laughs> with each other all the time. There's an episode where Venus goes to Earth's work <laughs> and messes up all his stuff, and nobody notices that Venus has a mustache. Goes to like, Earth's they work. Just, they just throw <laughs> they just throw an apron at him, and they go, "Hey, you're late." And he goes, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> All the planets are like, hmm? <laughs> and then he just he wrings his hands at all the opportunities to mess up Earth's work. <laughs> I've seen that episode before. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Uh, gravity on Mars. All right, this is what we're looking for here. Well, you said Siri, who has the most gravity? <laughs> yeah, she came back with a bunch of bullshit. Made me do all you the didn't even work ask like what usual. Planet who who has the most? <laughs> <laughs> uh mars has po- wow 0.38 times the gravity of earth okay all right yeah, yeah i think so. you've said that <laughs> no 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 that was a different one they just happen to have the same oh. amount of less gravity yeah yeah i think it was mercury and mars oh. to have the same all right so you'll age slower on mars i mean relatively you'll age the same but to people back on earth you'll be aging slower 
So it probably doesn't matter, but yeah. But when you get back, you're so young, and but she won't be back. Are, yeah, <laughs> man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jay. Oh boy. Yeah, but if you could come back, you would come back, and everyone's using walkers, and you're just <laughs> well, not dancing in the middle. <laughs> Well, just all your friends are using walkers and canes and you're just break dancing and doing the worm. And they're like, wow, how does he stay so young? And then you go space. All right. Well, let's let's space. say you should try it. How many years need to pass for your friends to use walkers? 60. 60. Okay. Yeah. No, not even. Maybe 50. 50. All right, so 50 yeah. years for you. One third of that. Am I doing that right? Yep. So that's less than 20. <laughs> so you would have you would have aged. um say 15 16 17 years oh fuck it i'm going dude <laughs> i'll go you know how uh, i mean if if i did read you know how much smarter <laughs> i would be in such a short amount of t- oh i'll learn how to play piano and i'll come back and everyone's gonna be like god it's like you've been their mind blown <laughs> yeah well <laughs> wait a minute. I, I went to space for 15 minutes <laughs> And I and I look what I can do. Yeah, twenty years. Wait, does that make sense? No, I can't figure. No, it out. no but it's fun to think yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would seem the opposite. If you go to Mars yeah. and learn how to play piano <laughs> and come back, it took you. It took you eighty <laughs> you years say, to learn how to, to play. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. It would seem longer to people on Earth that it took. It took right. you longer. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I had a loophole. No. However, yeah, it's very confusing. Mm -hmm. I would go to. I would go to. I would go to the moon. You know, with it not being three years to get there, and we've already got cars there. Hmm. Why? Yeah. What? What's? What's the infatuation with Mars? I don't understand why they're like, "Hey, let's do this one." I think it's the closest distance-wise that has the closest atmosphere conditions to support human life. Okay. So it's the next best Even option. It I doesn't, right? It can't support human life. Uh, Unless you build some biodome. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right. You couldn't, you couldn't just step out of your car on Mars and, and be cool. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Right? You, you plant a couple of trees there and then all the trees are like, all right, we get it. <laughs> And they, they start talking and braiding more trees. There's no water there, right? So no dumb they, sharks. It might be. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some dumb ice sharks. <laughs> sharks swimming in very shallow streams. <laughs> at least, yeah, at least you can see them. <laughs> I think what we need to do is have a a guest, like a a real science teach guest. us. Yes. And then and then we can just lay all this information on him. And he'll be like, can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's say we get Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Who is not canceled anymore. Huh? Why did he get canceled? I think he was touching people. He, have been touch- <laughs> he was alleged to have been touching people he shouldn't have been touching. Again, he's a nerd. So it's hard. It's hard for nerds. You know, they, they're they so involved in beakers and wearing their coats all the time when it's summer. Nothing screams nerd like a coat in the summer. <laughs> so, I mean... I was a nerd. You know. Still am. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, but you're not like... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
if we had a science man on, you, right? You think he would just leave? I, I, maybe. I, I think I. I mean, I. The problem is, is he's so smart <laughs> and he knows everything. And then we're talking. I'm talking about going to space to learn how to play piano. <laughs> he's like, what? I mean, you. You want to. You want to see what it'll I have take a family to get him Can to I leave. Spend with my- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's that. I yes, I love that idea. Let's just see how quickly we can frustrate people with how dumb we are. <laughs> okay, who's I like it? All right. Well, who do you know? Who's the closest science person you know? Mm. I actually think I do know someone who uh, goes to conventions and is a certified scientist. And he's also a comic. (laughs) Really? He opens for Brian Regan. Does he? Yeah. You think you could get him on? Maybe, yeah. Just somebody with some credentials that can can say, no, that is incorrect or that's not how that works at all. And the goal will be for us to get him to want to leave right so we can't let him know but if he's that, a comic yeah he'll be in on oh, it and he'll geez. think it's funny well, what's, and he'll, what's he'll, his, he'll roll with it maybe he'll have some better chops so it'll be harder to bust his balls so it's more of a challenge for mm-hmm. us what's yeah. what's his specialty what's his um area of study i don't know <laughs> i don't i okay all right i can't even i can't even begin to tell you <laughs> So what, we'll just guess when he's on? We'll just start talking about... Let's, we'll, we'll figure it let's out. Let's see if biology frustrates him. Let's see if... <laughs> <astrology>. <laughs>